Fuelful Warriors, episode 41. Somebody who gets shit done. It's all down to hustle. A sacrifice of their being and way of life. We think of 300, we think of the Spartan. Sort of the courage and conviction to face their challenges in life. It's always does the right thing at all costs. Hip-hop entrepreneur Steve Skacks. You meet all your goals, and if you can't meet your goals, you, you don't give up. You just go until you can't stop. What's going on, Warriors? Timothy Lawson here, host of Fuel 4 Warriors, a podcast collaboration between Lawson Entertainment and Lock and Load Java to bring you inspiring guests that talk about what it means to be a warrior, their inspirations and challenges they face personally and professionally. This week, I have Army veteran Steve Skax on the show. Me and him have worked together numerous times in the past, and he is an entrepreneur in the hip-hop realm, and he's going to talk to us about how his time in the Army has informed uh, and influenced his idea of a warrior and how the hip-hop community has uh, maybe inf- influenced that a little bit. If you're new to the podcast, be sure to subscribe to us in iTunes. You just search Fuel for Warriors in iTunes. You'll see a pop there with the, the Skull logo. Uh, and go to lostinentertainment.com to check out our other programming and other episodes of Fuel for Warriors. And be sure, as Carl's about to mention, to head over to lockandloadjava.com for a discount on your coffee there. Without further ado, here's Army veteran Steve Skacks. Hey Warriors, this is Carl Churchill, co-founder and chief coffee officer of Lock and Load Java. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our friend and fellow veteran Tim Lawson as he interviews risk takers who've embraced the warrior ethos. I know you'll love our guest today. And when you're finished with the episode, head over to lockandloadjava.com and use the coupon code FUELFORWARRIORS to receive a 10% discount on our premium coffee and cocoa. Stay motivated, my friends, and keep challenging yourself. All right, Warriors, welcome to another episode of Fuel for Warriors. And one thing that my years of podcasting has allowed me to do is collaborate with certain individuals multiple times. And this week's guest is of that category. Steve Skax, as we affectionately call him, is someone that I first collaborated with on the Veteran Empire podcast. Then he was gracious enough to share his story on the One Too Many Veteran Suicide podcast. And since then, we've uh, we've worked together on Mighty Mighty Marston House, a podcast that is actually branded for his recording studio. And now here he is to contribute to Fuel for Warriors. Steve, thank you for taking the time to do yet another episode with Tim Lawson. Thank you for having me yet again, Tim. I, I, have I officially done all of your podcasts now? Will this be the... Technically, no, because there was the bromantic comedy as well. Uh, I did that for a little while. Okay. But the bromantic comedy technically isn't over. We just don't officially do it anymore. We just do random episodes whenever we feel like it. So there's still hope. There's still okay. There's still hope. I, I yeah. just want to be on all of them, just so I can say that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wonderful well, resume piece, right? I've done all of uh, Tim's podcasts. There's technically going to be a podcast this year that covers the local Washington, the local women's soccer team, and it'll be difficult to get you on that one. Um, yeah, that's but you I might not fit on that. Yeah. But I think the run of VE, the, the Veteran Suicide Podcast, Marston House, Beauforce, it's a good run of shows. Oh, yeah, so. definitely. 
at least I'm interesting enough to talk to me more than once. Well, if there's one thing that has been uh, a theme um, in our friendship, Steve, is whenever I talk to someone that's been introduced to me through our connection, the person I'm talking to always has good things to say about you, and they're always in praise of who Steve Skax is. So I think that is a good reflection of your character and why you and I get along so well. Oh, well, yeah, I'm happy to hear that. I, didn't, I, I yeah. didn't know. I thought they were all saying awful things about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, that Steve guy, can't stand him. Um, I just use I just, I just, I'm friends with him so I can use his studio. Uh, so... The the name of the podcast, Steve, is Fuel for Warriors. So that's the first thing that we get into is what it means to be a warrior. You are a military veteran. You grew up in the Philly area. Uh, you have different perspectives on how this could be de- uh, defined. To you, what is a warrior? To me, a, a warrior is somebody that just never gives up, that will stop at nothing to – to get the, the bottom line accomplished. Like you, you meet all your goals, and if you can't meet your goals, you, you don't give up. You just go until you can't stop. Like that, that's what, what a warrior is to me. Like it's not, it, it's not like some crazy military definition that they try to cram down your throat when you're in basic training or whatever. It's just somebody who doesn't stop the fight ever. You just keep going. That's that's pretty much it for me. And do you? I mean, do you have a? You know, you said it's not it's not some um, stereotypical definition that the military might try to try to give you. Where do you think? What, what other parts of your life do you think informs how you feel about the warrior ethos? Oh uh, well, for me, I mean, the studio. I mean, we obviously, obviously, the military was. There's been, I could tell you 3,000 stories about when I had to be a warrior to get through something shitty in the military. But as far as my personal everyday life, I mean, the the studio, when we got shut down at our first spot, uh, it was pretty hard. It was heartbreaking. You know, we built that. We put everything we had into there. We Every penny we ever made went into there. And then one day it was gone. So uh, at the time, I was in uh, – Montana being a firefighter with the veteran fire corps and uh which that's another warrior story but I get the call that the studio got shut down and you know I mean we it, we like cried about it for a day and I got home and we went right to work in a new spot as soon as I got home we, we were there we're building the new spot uh you know we're racking up more debt on credit cards than I knew was imaginable and just <laughs> <laughs> Every single day, the, just the two of me and Ethan, every day, laying floor. We didn't know how to do that. We didn't know how to do fine woodworking. And we we built a bar that we watched somebody do on YouTube. And I mean, like, we're just we're just going for it. And, and it looks amazing in there, and it looks like we paid somebody 100 grand to do it. But we, we did it because we didn't stop. And we just kept going. And it got hard a couple days. I mean, there was a day or two where we were just, like, down and didn't show up. But I mean, almost every single day we were there, pushing through it. That you know, we had we had time frames that we kept not meeting, and it was it was hard and depressing. But we just kept going and kept going and kept going, and like that's what it means to be a warrior to me. Like we never gave up. We just we just kept going. 
Now, you, you mentioned the studio. We briefly put it in the intro. Uh, but to give people a little better idea of who Steve Skax is, and, man, that's a tongue twister when I try to say it. <laughs> it is. Um, and, and what Marston House is, maybe take one or two minutes to sort of describe what you and Ethan do um, there in Philly for people that are less familiar with you. Okay. Well, so Marston House is uh, on – the outside looking in is a recording studio, but what we really are is we are a worldwide music conglomerate. We've built, we've single-handedly built a hip-hop empire where we've had people from Jamaica, Australia, London, all over the country, Canada, like just come over and and want to work with us just off of the name. Uh, we've done major label records, a lot of underground stuff, um, but. People just want to come and be a part of what we're doing with the ciphers, uh, recording, promotion. We do a little bit of everything, honestly. How, you know, you guys are, the way I describe you guys is it, uh, you personally are audio engineers, right? Yeah. And that's, that's ultimately what you are and in the, the service that you're offering um, these people. What tell us about the? And I think this is can, this can apply to any profession. Uh, the insight that you can provide here. Tell us about going from the original Marson House days and building a reputation purely based on results and not necessarily on credentials and uh, prestige and stuff like that. Like you had to gain the reputation of being really great at audio engineers before you guys really became popular, and that that was really without anything else behind it. It, it was, and, and I think that goes back to the meaning of being a warrior because, you know, we the, the first couple years, no one really knew who we were, about for two years or so, and it, it could be depressing at times, like, all right, well, we're working hard, we're good at what we're doing, but we're just not getting the clientele in, and we just didn't give up, we just kept going, and we we kept learning. That was the most important thing. I think people people want to stop learning, think that they're at the point where they're God or something. But every day we learn. Even now we're learning. I mean we're 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 doing. We run a whole school now out of the studio, and um, I'm learning from these kids. Like it's it, that was the goal. That was the thing. We we never stopped learning. We never stopped the fight. And as soon as we got our break, we took it. We got to master that Kendrick Lamar song. And that was that was a huge thing for us, and that all happened. It was like a landslide effect. Our this guy, Big Philly, he started putting us onto his rap battle events, and you know, I, I judged a rap battle with Joey Jihad, and we met a bunch of guys that still come in today. And from that, we did the Kendrick Lamar song, and from that, we did the Ad Lib record, and it, it just spiraled out of control. To it got to a point that we couldn't even handle the workload anymore, and had to start turning people away. Which um is it, is it a song that we would be familiar with, the Kendrick song? It was it's called Cruel. It was a hip hop DX exclusive track. Uh, we just did the mastering for it and we recorded uh, DJ No Frills doing the cuts live. But it's J Rock, uh, microphone tone, DJ No Frills and Kendrick. So I mean it was it was an awesome song. Yeah. Okay. Um. So there's a there's a really great 
uh, quote from uh, Yogi Bahan, I think is how you say his name. Um, if you want to learn something, read about it. If you want to understand something, write about it. If you want to master something, teach it. Um, how has the the school that you're running out of the studio now, uh, you said you're, you're learning from these kids, but how has that been helping you master this craft that you've already spent so many years on? Uh, I mean, I'm having to... I'm having to explain this stuff in like a scientific mathematical matter that I've never broken it down to before. So now like I'm understanding it's stuff I all knew, but I don't know if I really like ever thought about it before. But when you're, when you're teaching somebody about like the audio spectrum and, and just like the science and the math behind EQ and compression, and it's, it, it, it brings it to a new level in your head for sure. Like I, I definitely, like, have way better grasp on it than I did before we started doing this. And especially right now, Ethan is at uh, South by Southwest with Eddie, and I had to stay to run the school by myself. So it's like no backup. I, I can't mess these kids' future up. I'm just doing it on my own. <laughs> so I'm just – I mean, it, it's it's I love it. It's definitely a good, it's a good thing. It's a good feeling. I don't think there's a better feeling than having people, like, relying on you like having their future in your hands like oh man we we really need i mean it's again like i equate everything back to the military it's kind of that feeling of uh you know being in charge of a group of guys like running you you have their you know you're you're responsible for them and they look up to you and they they trust you and it's good it's a good feeling so are you are you still in uh the army or how no, no, you... I'm, I'm I'm out. They, they gave me the separate, boot. right? Yeah, so, so you lost the first studio due to some problems with the neighborhood. Yeah. And then you immediately was like, all right, well, time to rebuild. How did you maintain your prestige in that transfer? I mean, were your clients just, were your regular customers just waiting or did you have to do anything to sort of keep them confident that Marston House was coming back and it was going to be just as good, if not better, when it when it returns? Well, honestly, we didn't. There wasn't a lot of um, stuff for us to really do when the studio closed. Um, like Ethan made some. So when the studio closed, it closed in August, I want to say, and I was already gone in Montana doing the veteran fire corps. I didn't get back till November. So I was gone for a couple months. One thing that we did, we had a couple videos that we never released. So we just kind of timed them to come out. We had videos that came out until November just to ha- keep people interested on the YouTube channel itself. But as far as like our customers, like people would call to book time and we'd have to say, Hey, we're closed. You got to go somewhere else. And uh, there wasn't really a lot we could do. It's kind of almost like we've been starting over at this new spot. And then as soon as we dropped that first cipher that we dropped, people were like, oh, Marston House is back and all this. You know, so we we didn't have a lot to do besides just have some stockpile footage come out. And uh, I mean, I wasn't too worried about it. You know, I knew that as soon as we started putting videos out again, they'd they'd come back around. Yeah, and for people that are un- that are unfamiliar, the ciphers you're talking about are videos of a group of MCs for sort of freestyling um, in, in or a group, sort of in, um, you know one at a time, obviously, um, and then sort of gives it this 
this almost traditional hip hop feel to it. Uh, and what I love about these ciphers you're doing here is you have the the graffiti piece in the background, which which gives it an even better ambiance. Oh, I love I love uh, the graffiti of hip hop. Yeah, the graffiti is man, that was by Split Devo. He's the man. He's a uh, we've done a lot of stuff with him in the past, like with the ciphers. He, I think he's done three ciphers. Um, he's a tattoo artist. He's he was the first dude I hit up about the, the graffiti's disgusting with it. Yeah. So a qu- um, so these ciphers that you do now, I, I've done I've actually done schoolwork on ciphers because I find them to be so fascinating. And Marston House really nationally, if not globally, is a front runner on the quality of these ciphers and maybe not necessarily the names but definitely the quality of the MCs and for the longest time ciphers were just sort of hand in hand with Marston House and they work as a really great promotional piece for you uh, but because these videos are getting more and more popular and you have more and more MCs trying to participate in them is there an opportunity to monetize this um, or will it will it just be the catalyst for your almost for organic marketing? Oh, we we monetize them for for a long time. I mean, we make a decent amount of money off of the ciphers. Honestly, uh, YouTube pretty much pays for our uh, Adobe Creative Suite. <laughs> it's just monthly. We just have the the YouTube money goes right into PayPal, and we have various things that we do that uh, we get monthly billed for, and just comes right out of there. So that's all through YouTube money. Okay, so yeah, so you you see some of that YouTube ad money then? Yeah, definitely, a decent decent amount. Yeah, is that um, maybe for some other digital content creators in the audience? Um, was that something you had to like sign up for? Did you have to meet a certain qualification to be eligible for that, I or just? I think it was a. I don't want to say for sure. There's a view count that you have to do before you can monetize. It might have been a hundred thousand views. I don't really, I don't remember exactly what it took to be able to monetize the video. I think it was 100,000 views. Our new goal now is uh, video, or YouTube offers, it's called uh, credits, like where you can credit other artists and it links their channel to your channel and stuff once you have 10,000 subscribers. So that's like our new goal. We keep trying to meet YouTube goals. Um, I mean, for anybody who's in the audience, I would definitely suggest doing the YouTube Creator Academy. It's, it's, it's definitely helpful. It walks you through, like, all the monetization stuff and advertising, building your channel, and it's, it's, it's a great tool, and it's free. Let's uh, – man, I got so much I could talk to you about, like, hip-hop, but, I, but that's, that's for another show. That's for, <laughs> uh, that, that's for a Marson House show. Um, but for, for Fuelful Warriors, um, looking at the professional development side of things, where – um, one thing that I've enjoyed over the past three years, I mean, can you believe it's almost been three years? Maybe it's been two. It might be, two three, three sounds but more right to me, actually. Yeah, that might be right. Um, it's been, it's been fun watching you guys evolve and take advantage of opportunities and start the, you know, Marston House, the recording became, you know, a, a record label and, and, and booking talent and, and all this. What, how what other opportunities if you can talk about it are you guys looking at in 2016 to help evolve the brand and make your guys make you guys more dominant in the hip hop community well right now um 
One thing that I could definitely talk about is the upgrades that we're doing the Cypher circuit. That is is huge. Um, I can't I can't drop artist names, but there's some people that are going to be sponsoring that contest. We do the Murder of the Beat contest on Instagram. Um, we're really pushing that really hard. Uh, like I was saying earlier, Eddie's out in South by Southwest now. He went down for one show. Murdered that show. They put him on a second show. Murdered that show. They put him on a third show. So we're, we got some opportunities opening up for him. Um, him and 310 both have albums getting ready to drop. So, I mean, like, the right now, the biggest things that we're trying to push are Cypher Circuit, the label, and the school. We, we're, we're in the first semester of our school right now. So our, our second semester starts in May. And I just want to iron out all these kinks and get all the little problems out so that May will be a little smoother. And But those are the three biggest things. that we're, I don't think that we've gone as far as we can go as a recording studio, but, you know, that's definitely where we're most comfortable at. And I, I just want to get everything else at the same level. Just get bring it all up, meet around the same place, and then move forward sure. with everything. Very cool. So Steve, the the two questions that we uh, that we round off every interview with, uh, the first being, what challenges are you facing currently, either personally or professionally, and what are you doing to better overcome them? Uh, well, personally, I, when I was gone, when I was in doing the firefighter stuff, I got hurt pretty bad, um, and I still have a torn MCL that I'm just mm. not not getting. I don't really have time to get over it i can't take a month or two off to lay around just not in my (laughs) not really in the cards for me so i mean that's really all that i could do if i don't want surgery but which i don't want surgery so i'm just gonna keep rocking with that professionally i mean the challenge for me is like i'm never satisfied like nothing is ever good enough for me and it's not that i'm a perfectionist because i'm okay with things not being perfect especially with what we do I love that raw. I love everything being raw and real, and we don't do more than one take on videos. Like, I want that. I want that like raw feeling. But I don't feel like I feel like that we can always do better in our mixes, even if the customer is blown away by it and it's the best thing they ever heard. It could be better to me, or right, uh, I, our video production or anything that we're doing. I feel like we could do better at it, and I'm just never satisfied. So that's just a personal problem of me being a lunatic, but it's definitely a problem. <laughs> um, okay, and then what, you know, uh, going back to the title of the show, Fuel for Warriors, we talk about inspiration. What is the fuel for your warrior? What's getting you up every morning? What's making you just drive through some of the challenges that you're facing in life? Oh, man, getting that, getting that Grammy, like I, I think about that every day. I've been working on this, like, it's like fuzzy rock, 70s soul rock, hip-hop instruments that I've been messing with for to get this girl to come sing on. And I'm just like, I'm winning a Grammy for this. I just I have it in my mind that I'm going to win a Grammy. Like, that's my fuel right now is the next step is win the Grammy, and then I'll figure out some more fuel. But right now, that's my that's my fuel is I wake up and I go, I'm winning the Grammy today. I'm getting it today. Steve, I I appreciate you taking the time to do to do again another Lost in Entertainment production, and Anytime. I'm looking forward to coming up to, to Philly to to see the new studio. Oh, of course, you're always welcome, Tim. I'm I'm waiting on you.
And your ciphers and other videos can be seen at youtube.com slash MarstonXHouse. And you guys are on Twitter at MarstonHouse and searchable. MarstonHouse is just your guys' thing. You search that on Google and you're what pops up. Yeah. So um, that's it's probably the uh, easiest way to, to find. Steve, I appreciate uh, you taking the time. And take care, my friend. Oh, thank you, sir. You as well. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Be sure to head over to LockAndLoadJava.com using promo code FuelForWarriors for a discount on your purchase. Also head over to LostInEntertainment.com for more of my programming. Stay strong and stay motivated.